This episode was scheduled to come out last week, but adulting, aging, and life got in the way. It was constant last week. I had a meltdown three solid days in a row. A temper tantrum meltdown, losing my shit in the car with my kids, kind of a meltdown Cons- pretty consistently last week. It just was one of those weeks where it was the wave of life and not a good wave. There were a couple highlights for sure, but not till the tail end. There were so many days last week, there were so many hours, and there were so many minutes of those days and hours that I thought, can I get this week? Can I get through it? It sounds dramatic, uh, but it was a dramatic week. My bank had been taken over <laughs> by a different bank and I'm not good at banking. I'm not good at my finances. And there was a bit of a domino effect. And then that was, of course, on my mind. That was the first and foremost thing on my mind. And then m- my body, my body felt old. It felt tired. It felt worn out. I couldn't wake up. I couldn't get up. I have to get up early and I'm, I didn't do it this morning. So you're going to hear backing up trucks. You're going to hear airplanes flying over. I get up to record typically at four or five o'clock in the morning. And that way it's silent. That way there's not the risk of my kids waking up to catch me. And once they do, it's the running of the mouth and things cannot get done and it's the day has started and my being able to be productive selfishly ends and so it was just one thing after the other and when i got to therapy which is always in the middle of the week i walked into his office and i can count probably on one hand how many times i've cried in the last several years i just sat on the couch and i started bawling and i just couldn't get over how hard being an adult is and how hard aging is. (laughs) I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I just looked tired. I looked exhausted. I looked like I had lived a thousand lives in a matter of a few days from last week. And I couldn't unsee that the eyes were puffy. My insomnia had returned. So my eyes were puffy. I felt like my neck my loose neck skin was hanging about five inches lower than it typically does. And then on top of everything else, my kids, I found them to be extremely irritating last week. And Sandler, every time I really felt like I was about to lose it, he'd point out something new. I keep pointing to my neck because that's what he kept pointing to. (laughs) When all else fails and mommy is bad at us, just grab some of her loose neck skin. That'll make things better. It was just a rough one. And like all the rough ones in the past, we somehow managed to get through it. I'm Nikki Lynn Chase, and this is my podcast, Adult Chicken. It's about navigating life's unexpected. These are my stories. This is my journey about being a single mom to two special needs kids. It's funny. I Obviously, this whole entire podcast is based on life's unexpected. And I didn't expect being an adult to be this difficult. I didn't expect aging to be this kind of a process. And I feel pretty comfortable. I let go of a lot of things. I realized I had that quick stint of trying filler out in my face. And I'm just not that kind of person. I don't enjoy the loose skin around my neck that Sandler will grab a hold of and mention how I look like the cow 
that he saw, the miniature cow he saw at a farm. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing, but it's, it's okay. The bag's under my eyes, not my favorite thing wrinkles I take care of that by throwing a hat on I wear glasses I don't I don't see them I can't see well enough anyway so when my glasses are off I can't really see my wrinkles I'm okay with it and thank god I had therapy in the middle of last week thank god <laughs> I sat on that couch and I just lost it my therapist has probably seen me cry maybe about five times in the five years I've gone to his office and spoken to him and been therapized, and I just lost it. I was overwhelmed by adulting. I was overwhelmed by aging. I could see I was looking hopeless, helpless. I could see that my drained bank account, <laughs> my negative bank account had gotten to me, and it was only Wednesday, and I just started crying, and he helped me. He helped me get through it, and we got to the tail end, and Sandler also sees my same therapist. So I had just suggested I don't get involved. I do not request information from Sandler on what he talks to uh, the therapist about. Sandler loves to go. He thinks it's the best part of his week until the next best part of his week. Sandler being my almost 16-year-old special needs son. And I just said, look, his behavior, <laughs> everything, when everything feels like it's just crumbling his behavior because he's my little empath. He is the one that picks up on my energy. He's the one that picks up on my stress and it makes him nervous. It makes him uncomfortable. And then it's a vicious cycle because that makes me even more tense. And we were just on a rough one. It was just rough. Everybody in the family was having a rough one. And thank God Sandler had therapy the next day. So I just had suggested maybe he address a couple of things just throw it out there as topics maybe he could talk to Sandler about. And next day, I felt a little bit rejuvenated, like there was a reboot, like I could definitely somehow, some way get through the week. Things were put into perspective, which they typically are after a day of therapy. And Sandler went in and he came out. <laughs> and I love the the skip and a step after therapy and we get we get to the parking lot and he says mommy he is just my best friend <laughs> i thought there aren't very many 16 year old kids who want to go to therapy for one like how many kids sign themselves up for therapy wanting to go oh he can't wait he loves going for two how many think that's their best friend <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was endearing. I thought it was awesome. And I love that he has someone to talk to and share his feelings. I love that that person knows my life for the last five years and knows every sort of detail in regard to my life and can kind of work with Sandler, knowing me as Sandler's mom. And we get in the car and I realized they must have gone over a couple of things that I had suggested. Maybe maybe we were talked about that day because Sandler, as we're driving, and I'm the road rage is creeping in, <laughs> says, Mommy, I bet being adult is really hard and stressful. And I said, You know what, Sandler? It really is. And this week, some weeks are better than others, some days are easier, some days are harder. And this week, today, yesterday, the couple days before, have been really, really stressful. And you're exactly right. It's hard to be a mommy. 
it's hard to be an adult because you have a lot of responsibilities. And he said, Mommy, I think I'm glad I'm a kid and I think I'm going to stay a kid forever. And I thought, you know what? I would go with that for as long as you possibly can. And I remember thinking that when I was a kid too. I don't think I thought about how difficult being an adult was. I always thought I would feel like a kid. I, you don't know differently. You just see these adults, you kind of think they have it all together. I don't think my kids think I have it all together because they spend so much time with me. They see me having all of my ups and downs and in-betweens. But I think if anybody has the best chance in the world to get to be a kid forever, it's the two of mine. <laughs> I kind of envy that in in a very positive, uh, they are lucky to be who they are kind of way. And I got to thinking about, I never obviously had this exact conversation with my mother. I was never put into therapy and my mom didn't go to therapy, even though she should have. She went to marriage therapy, which nothing could have saved the two of them. Nothing could have saved my mother. But I thought about my mom being an adult and never being able to obviously picture her as a child or know her as a kid. And it was interesting because as I quickly approach my 50th birthday, which is in August, I thought about my mom's and I thought about her being an adult. I thought about her aging. I remember I was in college at the time and I threw her a massive surprise birthday party. The fact that I had a, I say massive, is on purpose because I've been thinking about it and I can't believe she had that many friends. I can't believe I had a massive amount of people to invite to her birthday party. But 50 was kind of before she completely went batshit crazy. And she was, she had become a pretty uh, advanced alcoholic, but she still was working and she was teaching school and she hadn't gone completely off the rails yet. And I threw her this huge birthday. I think I was about 19 when my mom turned 50. And it was interesting. I remember just her aging. And she was in a state of denial. She played this, I'm so young, um, very competitive with her size. I remember her, She at that time she was pretty, I, would, I don't know if physically fit was it. She drank so much it's hard to, imagine she was physically fit. I, she, got in, she had gotten into hiking. She had been a runner, tennis player, and then she'd gotten into hiking. And I remember she was bragging at her 50th birthday party that I threw for her about her size and how she was smaller than I was. <laughs> and it was weird in hindsight. It's very weird because that's physical stuff I try not to bring up with Bootsy. I don't want to instill any sort of complex, but I just remember being at my mom's birthday party and I remember her just kind of strutting around. Of course, she was drinking and she's getting just loaded. And she starts talking about how she's wearing my jeans that I left behind. I can no longer wear those jeans. I'm bigger than she is. She's this, I mean, she's telling people this. And it, it's a fact. She's not stating. Uh, something that's not true. It's absolutely a fact. It was just strange. And instead of being grateful and appreciative that I'd thrown her this party, it was, I'm going to drag her around and show people I'm better than my own daughter. 
But I was not aware of her weird, manipulative craziness at that time. I knew she was a drunk. I knew she was going to get excessively drunker while we're at this party of hers and it's going to get weird and it's going to get uncomfortable. I'm going to get nervous. I'm going to get anxiety. I didn't know it was anxiety at the time. She'd probably fall down. She'd probably end up with a black eye or broken tooth or something weird. But you know what? We're celebrating her 50th birthday and we all chipped in and got her a pair of brand new rollerblades. That was the gift. Now, I've spent my entire life trying not to be my mother. Even when I didn't know she was a terrible person, I didn't want to be like her. I didn't want to age like her. I knew something was off. I knew things were wrong, and I just didn't want to be like her. The fact that I'm turning 50 and I'm going to skate naked. (laughs) I also didn't want to be worrying about my body at age 50, but for me, it's more of a, I want to I want to enter my 50s in the best shape of my life. I wanted the incentive. I, I found that to be incentive. And skateboarding naked, I wanted to learn to skate because of Sandler. And it's not rollerblading, even though I have nothing against rollerblading. But my mom, that, I don't, that was a thing. It was, it was the 90s, for crying out loud, people rollerbladed. And it was sort of sporty, I guess. So gift her the rollerblades. I think it was maybe the day after because I'd lived in Boulder at the time and I rarely went to Colorado Springs where she resided. And I took her to a park and put her rollerblades on. At that time, I'd rollerblade around Boulder. We'd kind of progressive party around Boulder wearing rollerblades, backpack and rollerblades, drinking Zimas and rollerblading, party to party. Put those suckers on my mom. We could do it drunk. I thought anybody could rollerblade. And I just remember she went down. And her wrist just snapped. And she stood up and her wrist, her hand was just dangling off of her arm. And I thought, oh God. And the reason I bring up this whole entire tale is as much as I've tried for eternity to not become my mother, I thought, oh my God, what have I done? Here I am getting very competitive with myself in the training department, trying to get my body as fit as a fiddle for this 50th birthday I've planned for myself and announced to the world, which I'm not sure as it gets closer and closer and faster and faster, the time keeps going. I'm like, why did I think it was a good idea to announce this to the universe? But it's my accountability issues and I am excited to do it, I think. But I thought, why do you care what your body looks like? Well, when you tell the universe you're going to skateboard naked, there's a little pressure and I put a lot of pressure on myself. But what I thought of when I thought about my mom's whole 50th birthday and giving her rollerblades and that's what we did right after her big birthday surprise birthday party I threw her I thought am I more like my mother than I want to believe and no I don't think that's the case but I just it made me revisit a time in my life I literally had not thought of probably since then I remember my mom at my age I remember how obsessed she was with losing weight. I remember how obsessed she was with comparing her body to mine. The aging process, she was in a state of denial. I'm embracing it because it's coming whether I'm ready or not. I think there's a part of me that can't believe I've made it this far, especially with the way my life has happened unexpectedly unexpectedly with what I've gone through, with what I've been through in my lifetime, especially since I've started this podcast and retold stories I've completely forgotten about. 
and I realize I'm not like my mom. I I am not. But it's it's interesting to think she ended up dying broke, miserable, without a dime to her name, in a trailer in the Salton Sea, and. All it did was kind of bring me back to here was a person with a plan. And that plan meant more than anything in her life. That plan meant more than her own children. That plan meant more than uh, anything, really. It was more important than any relationship she had. Her plan was just to have a retirement plan. I don't really know what that looks like when you become a complete and total drunk alcoholic loser but hers I know did not turn out the way she had planned it to be (laughs) and I think seeing my mom's demise is concerning I think it makes me very aware I think I realize how much I'm not like my mother and there's no possible way I'll ever go there because I've tried my entire life not to be like her there are certain things though I'll run it I'll see myself in the mirror and if I'm having a bad week like last week that's when I see my mom it's when I'm feeling a little bit low, when I'm feeling unhealthy, if I'm eating things that I shouldn't be eating, or I'm hard on myself, the, the pressure has gotten to me because I am very, very fueled with self-pressure. And when I am that way, that's when I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh, good God, pull it together because you're starting to look like your mom. I can't help the fact that I did come from the lady. And... Fast forward to the end of the week, <laughs> last week, and it just had been a roller coaster. I was glad I had thought about that time with my mom. I, gl- I was glad I, I could see the difference between where she was at 50 and where I am quickly approaching 50. And I took the kids to a carnival that I couldn't unsee. I accidentally drove by on our way home from the skate park one evening and the, they, they were setting up and my kids saw it and I thought, oh shit. Now I'm going to have to take them to the damn carnival because they've seen it and they're not going to unsee it. And we rode our bikes the evening, the first evening it was up and running. So by about Friday, and I guess that was the day that we went to the carnival. And I was, I think, reminded once again of my mom as I looked around at the carnival people. (laughs) And again, I was thinking about her after Sandler had said something about how adulting must be hard after his therapy appointment. I was thinking about her when I was thinking about all the aging the stuff that goes with aging. So the day after the carnival, I had planned to meet up with a friend at the beach. And summer finally hit Southern California. We didn't get much of a spring. And then it was very gloomy, really, really gloomy for a really long time. And then bam, the sun's out. And the sun's out and it just turns into summer immediately. And the beaches are full of people with really great bodies, mostly Kids, I mean, there's swarms of what I'm guessing to be college-age kids. Again, I have no gauge anymore of what kids are what age, and they look very different from what I look like at that age, I think, and seem just very advanced. It's hard not to notice the kids because I sit there and think, my good God, if my daughter was wearing a bathing suit like that, I would lose my ever-loving mind. (laughs) And she's not. Bootsy's very, very conservative. But it was time to meet up at the beach, and I couldn't wait. It was going to be really my first, maybe second time out to the beach since it got nice out. And I put my bathing suit on. I was eager to meet up and have a great conversation like I always do with the friend that I was meeting. And I looked in the mirror, and I really expected to see what I'd been seeing walking around on on the streets going to the beach. 
and because of my hard work, all of my skateboarding, all of my work at the gym. And I put my bikini on and I, I need to, currently it looks like I have a, uh, a, a wrestling suit. It looks like I walk around in a wrestling suit because I always have a tank top and my bike shorts on. That's my token gear. That's what I wear. And so I've got this terrible farmer's tan and I put that bikini on and I forgot about the farmer's tan and it was very apparent that I have one. <laughs> and I looked in the mirror and then I got really disappointed because I thought, I've done all this hard work and what are these imperfections? I expect that there are going to be imperfections. I know there are things that are not going to be perfect. I thought, what the hell is this loose skin? I know that the neck thing, I know Sandler is really awesome and kind to report that it still looks like the miniature cow at the farm that we like to visit. <laughs> I think the cow's name is Annabelle specifically. And what is this though? Like I've got this bikini. I've been doing all this hard work. I've been skateboarding. I've been doing things that I know people don't do at my age. And what the hell would I look like if I wasn't doing all of this activity? I've got two kids that keep me up and running and there's nothing I mean, I don't have downtime. I'm running around. And when I'm not running around, I'm on a skateboard or I'm at the gym. I'm working out. I'm I'm lifting weights for the first time in my life. What? What's this? Like, I've been doing this for a long time. I've really given it my all. And I thought, Nikki, it's just, it's life. It. This is some of the shit you can't control. And I thought, do I need to start really just considering age-appropriate swimwear. Is a bikini not age-appropriate when you're about to hit 50? And then I reminded myself also before I crossed the street and headed to the beach, you're going to skateboard naked. So you're going to have to somehow in the next six weeks embrace whatever gravity's got planned for your body, your loose skin, <laughs> and just go with it. So I end up at the beach. We're laying out we're having the best conversation hour ever. And I did. There were moments where I thought, oh, maybe just roll over and put your hand over your stomach. No one should see this. And I remembered no one was looking. No one's looking. They're just, everybody's into their own world. Most of the people on the beach are kids. They're playing games. They're probably half buzzed up from the day drinking from the, the summer day. And we just start talking. And we talked about everything. We talked about kids. We talked about life. We talked about how life just constantly hands out things you don't expect. Turns upside down when you're least expecting it. So we got on the conversation of retirement because when you're two ladies in your one mid-40s, one late almost 50s, you talk about things like children. You talk about life. I think our conversation, just maybe I'm biased, was more interesting than most people our ages. But then retirement got brought up, and she asked about a retirement plan. I kind of burst out laughing. I said, you know me, I'm the one that runs out of money a couple times a month. I have no retirement plan. I've got a retirement vision. I absolutely do. I have my retirement vision, and I know what I want to look like in that vision, it's all a vision, and it's a big, beautiful, red sprinter van vision. And we 
burst out laughing and it was the reality of understanding. I said, I had a 401k, I have sa- I had savings, I had a whole different way of approaching my future back in Colorado in what I call my old life. And then when I unforeseeably packed up three duffel bags, the two kids and left in the middle of the night, it was all out the window and I never revisit that again, revisited that again. That was it. That was done. And I just navigate adulting and aging the best I can now with what I have, which is a constant reminder from my kids that we don't know what tomorrow will bring. A living situation can can change in a heartbeat. Your physical situation can change in a heartbeat. I embrace every day. I feel good. I appreciate it. I say that right now because ironically enough the week i decide i'm going to discuss aging and adulting i might have thrown my back out (laughs) yesterday i ended up going to skateboarding and as i discussed with the with the guy who's helping me learn to skateboard most of our conversations turned into something about plantar fasciitis he had suggested i get these specific uh toe spacing socks and we get to talking about vision problems we talk about aches and pains inevitably no matter what every time I'm at skateboarding a conversation he's close in age to me every time our conversation turns into suggestion it's almost like I I mentioned he should leave a suggestion box for aches and pains for older people a lot of older people go skate there (laughs) but inevitably the conversation turns to something about aging and bodies because skateboarding is hard on your body. It's not easy on your body and we're getting older and these things are inevitable. I think they're just going to happen no matter how much we stretch, train, do the things we're supposed to do and try to do things correctly. Things hurt and it's hard to get over stuff. And I leaned over to just take Kevin, the dog in our house, the Kevin's leash off. And I'll tell you what, I couldn't stand back up. And I thought, what are the chances? Here I am doing a whole entire episode on aging. And I just threw my back up. It's seized up and it's been in crazy pain ever since. I've been icing it. I've been taking the hot Epsom salt baths. I am stretching it. I'm doing anything I can do. I've reached out to a chiropractor. You name it, I'm doing it and I'm on it. And I'm trying to coach myself into thinking and understanding. There's nothing you can do but take the precautionary measures and try to get it better. And so don't go skating now. Wait, make sure you get it as good as you can get it and then revisit that. And it's it's another hiccup. So as much as I have this plan, once again, to in this goal as far as my skateboarding goes and where my body's supposed to be as far as physically speaking, I'm training. I'm training at the gym. I'm training at, at skateboarding. And it's going to be on hiatus. There's literally nothing I can do. It's a really tough pill for me to swallow. It, uh, the ibuprofen and the fact that I'm not, I'm going to have to take a little break. Both very tough pills for me to swallow. But it's life. It's aging. And the same is true with retirement plans. Sometimes you just adjust accordingly, or at least that's what I tell myself. Not response. I'm not very responsible in the financial department, but I don't have a lot of money to be responsible with. I just want to make sure there's a roof over our heads. The kids are fed. The kids are happy. The kids are healthy. And that's it. But it was just 
interesting to have this conversation with yet another adult and realize, you know, as different as our lives are, but yet we have so much in common. We're all going through the same thing. It's inevitable. We're all going to age. She and I were both picking our bodies apart. We were both saying what we would fix, what we would change, what we would trade out on each other. I would take her torso. She said she would take my legs. (laughs) We're really messed up. We really are messed up. But like everything else, I think I have just more recently been given the gift to take the tools that I've acquired and accumulated throughout my life and just applied them now. You know, everything is a step in a, a new direction. I can't always say the right direction or the best direction, but it's a new direction. And all I can say is I haven't aged this much before. This is all new to me. I haven't adulted this much before. It It's changing. My kids are older. They're becoming adults. It's very interesting and untreaded territory for me and anybody else because my kids are unique and they're, they're, they're themselves. No one else has parented my children. No one's got my children. So adulting my children and them becoming adults, totally unexpected. I don't know how to deal with it. Sandler's back at the endocrinologist. That's going to be an interesting one. I don't know what to expect. I don't think he's grown the way he was supposed to after he was treated with testosterone. So it's all a surprise. It's all an unknown. And it's just kind of riding that wave. I think that's the most peaceful way to think of going through life and going through the adulting process, going through the aging process. It's a wave and we're on a new one. And currently, my body hurts a lot. (laughs) But I've got to get it so it feels better so I can continue riding the wave, at least the physical wave of where I want to go so I can continue to hit my goals and get to my marks. And I can be very grateful that even though my mom was seemingly responsible and bright with her money, I'm not anywhere near the path that she was on when she was my age. I'm not even close to that. I'm, I'm, I've done a very good job of becoming nothing like my mother. And I can do my best to make adulting fun. And I think I do that as, as best as I can. My retirement plan will continue being my vision plan my sprinter vision plan and hopefully that is in my near future we'll see and my kids will continue to put things in perspective and give me new challenges to learn from and figure out how to adult and how to age as gracefully as gracefully as possible and Sandler will certainly continue probably comparing my neck or my other body parts to other farm animals, which are <laughs> so appreciative. With that said, Sandler, being the host of Special Edition, will be on today to discuss in Special Edition the highs and lows of aging. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Mr. Sandler Chase. Hi, Mommy. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Sandler? I'm doing swell. You're doing swell. I'm glad that you're on today. I'm excited to have you on this episode. Thank you. This episode, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. This episode is about getting old. 
Yeah, it is about getting old. It's about mm-hmm. adulting and aging. Yep. And now let's start with aging. Do you notice that I'm getting older? Yep. Oh, you do? Yep. Okay. The elbow neck coming in. Oh, straight to the, the situation about the neck. Uh-huh. Yes. Annabelle the cow? Yes. <laughs> I mean, we just went right there, didn't we? Oh, sorry. No, it's, it's totally fine. Um, so you think my old neck looks a little bit like the cow at the farm? Yes. Named Annabelle? Yes. Okay. Pretty much so. Pretty much so. Do you notice aging on me anywhere else? Like my, my face? No. It is it, it, totally the same. Totally the same. Yep. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. I'm not sure about the, the cow neck. Yeah, but don't worry about that. Okay. A long time ago. A long time ago? Just, um, what do you think? Do you see the picture? Do you think, do you see any me in auto? Oh, yeah. I noticed that with you, because uh, you were a real little, you started out so small. I knew you when you were a baby, of course. Mm. So I've watched you age. I've watched you get older. I've watched you get wiser. I've watched your mind expand. Yeah. That happens with aging. You too, Mom. Thanks. That's why I don't mind aging, because I, I like my my knowledge. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, Sandra, do you remember the other day you had an appointment and you came out? Yeah, because I, oh. No, go for because it. I, when I come out for my appointment, I say, some of my ways it's hard to be an adult. It is hard to be an adult. Yeah. Adulting is hard. It's the reason this whole episode is didn't oh. come out last week. Mm-hmm. Because adulting got so hard, I couldn't get anything done. Mm-hmm. Then I'm delayed this week because... Yeah, your back. My back. I hurt my back. So right, the age... Yeah. We'll call that the aging process. Yeah, the aging process. The aging process got to me, and I bent over to take Kevin's leash off. And and her um, back it started to hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. That, what they call the one you were talking about? That, oh, uh, seized up. She, when she took Kevin's um, leash off, her back seized up. Yes, really bad. And, and then the worst part is, I, I keep getting stuck on the floor. Yeah, she was trying to go to sleep, and then she was trying to wake up, and then she could not wake up, and then she got, she tried to go to the bathroom last <laughs> and then she got stuck in the, the floor. Well, I, I called for help. I was actually the worst, but, well, there were a couple, couple instances where my back made me get stuck Mm -hmm. so I had to put myself on the floor to try to stretch it out and that was when I got stuck really bad and Bootsy had to come and help me and nothing makes you feel older than when you're stuck on a floor and you need someone to come get you Uh that's that's rough so there are rough things about aging but there's some great things about aging Mm -hmm. you kind of care less what other people think of you And especially if your son is kind enough to humble you and tell you you've got Annabelle neck, Annabelle the cow neck, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, well, it's life. Yeah. Right? Life can get in, in the way. Sometimes. It can absolutely get in the way. What else do you think about? Are, do you look forward to being an adult or do you like being a kid? I love being a kid. I love being a kid because they can, kids are fun. Like, kids, kids are fun? Yeah. And you you don't have to make big adult choices, maybe. Yeah. And, and they got a lot of energy. Your kids do have a lot of energy. Uh huh. 
I think that's why I continue to have so much energy because you have so much energy, I have to keep up with you. Mm. The process of adulting? Different story. <laughs> it is a different story. So it, um, parents, parent, um, my mommy and a parent, and she rock parents. You're a good parent, Molly. Oh, thank you. I rock parents? Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. That Like, I rock parenting? Yeah. You which is an extension of adulting, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of work. Yeah. Let me tell you about that much. Yeah. Tell me about that much. What do you think? What do you think I... Like, why is being adult so hard? Because, like, kids... Like, because parents really hard to be like, adult because they, you got to reply. We got to just do a lot of for you kids you do have to do a lot of stuff for kids uh -huh. kids require a lot of attention of attention a lot of energy a lot of like a lot of stuff a lot of stuff and they'll drive you absolutely nuts batshit crazy mm -hmm. batshit crazy <laughs> where did you learn that phrase from i don't know you <laughs> well, i learned a lot of stuff for you you have learned a lot of stuff i hope better things than just batshit crazy yep yeah so you're almost 16 and literally just about a month yeah my birthday august 6th so i would be 16 then 16 then and you're st you still get to be a kid yeah for my whole life actually oh, that's probably true for yeah whole life yeah my whole life till i get bigger 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 right until that mm -hmm. part of your life where you get bigger and bigger yeah now I think you're going to enjoy being, well, they call your age kid a young adult. Do you feel like a young adult or do you just feel like a kid? I feel like, I just feel like a kid. Today. And that's the way to keep it. Yep. I would keep it that way. Now, Sandler, so yeah, so adulting and aging are just both two processes that are inevitable. We have to. Inevitable means you have to. There's no way around it. You're going to go through both. Do you think we handle aging and adulting, or I guess in particular me, do you think I handle aging and adulting well? You know what, yes, I think so. Yeah? How how come? Um, because you are very good at everything. You know what, I like, I like that you say that in every episode, that I'm good at everything. I feel like the dog is eating something. Do you want to, I'll go check them, you've got headphones on. So on, so on the adulting note, um, as Sandler and I are recording special edition, Kevin was eating, Kevin eats everything. Along with adulting comes responsibility. And that's probably the, one of the hardest things about being an adult. You are responsible for so much. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for everything. Just now I had to take a little smidge of a break because... Because Kevin was eating a butterfly. Yeah, Kevin was eating a butterfly. Dumb Kevin, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Kevin, I Can think we, Kevin's smart, but I think he chooses to eat things that he should not eat all the time, well, every day. So um, it's the responsibility end that really will do a number on you. And yep, I have a lot of responsibilities. Boy. Yeah, you do because you got to you gotta take care of her, take care of the dog, yeah. take care of the skateboard. Yeah, it's true. And I appreciate that you noticed that I do those things. So Sandler, how should we how would you like to wrap up the, the episode about adulting and aging? Oh, let's talk about your mom. 
Oh, my mom. Yeah. Oh, because because yes. what, of what just yeah. happened. Um. So her mom was the baddest, worst mom I ever seen. <laughs> but you told you told out good. Thanks, Sandler. But what were what? Why are you talking about her because right we now? Because we talking about this. Is how her mom. Let me let me preface it by I, my back is still very sore, so, yeah. and I get stuck doing things, and I have to hold on to my back a little bit. And my mother used to hold on to her back and carry a, uh, a we call it the, the hit stick, the Rafiki hit stick. Because it looked like a Rafiki from, what's the movie? The Disney movie, mm-hmm. Lion King. And then she beat me with it. If you can see this, if you're watching on YouTube, Sandler just did a great impersonation of my mother and her back and her stick. <laughs> With all of that said, hmm. I, I, you, everybody who's listened to this podcast knows how much I could not stand my mother. And the one thing I never want to be is anything like my mother. So when I just went to go outside, I got a little bit stuck on the ledge. I was holding my back and holding onto the ledge, and it reminded me of my mom. And mm-hmm. so Sandler. He will come. Okay, so. I hate to compare myself, but don't you think I'm doing a better job of adulting and aging than of course, that lady? She, she, let me tell you about a story. She really, period to my mom. She like great. She really good at everything. My and her mom, not too much. <laughs> she well, did not age. No. Age was not good no, to her, no. and adulting no. was not her forte. No, so. My mom and her are wonderful. She she really good at everything. And let me give you some tips for mom. Your mom needs some. She need to be happy, smile, grateful, and amazing, and wonderful. She need to be good. Embrace. 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 Um. Be good at um. Parenting. Be good at parenting. Um, and adulting. Adulting. It's important to be good at adulting yeah. if you're going to be an adult. Yeah. Might as well be good at it, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so Sandler, because Kevin is here with us in the adult chicken studio mm-hmm. and he's choosing to pick out squeaky toys and all the things he never plays with unless he needs attention and we're kind of ignoring him. Let's wrap this up. Is there any... Thing you want to say about aging and adulting yeah you gotta be brace brace or embrace 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 you old. have to embrace what um old oh getting old <laughs> yeah yeah it, yeah yeah because yeah. you're not getting younger so you no, might as well embrace you, getting older yeah getting old okay I uh, and and thank you let me be on your episode mommy okay anything about adulting you gotta be you gotta be old and yeah you gotta be old and adult so you might as well maybe do a good job at it do better than my mother yeah or the people that we know yeah okay so sandler next episode is going to be about cheating uh do you know anything about cheating yes on your husband on your both oh my god (laughs) i meant like cheating on a test oh my bad sorry (laughs) 
I, I thought you mean that. Well, no, fair know. enough because it's actually going to include that. I did not oh. tell you that, but it will be all about cheating. It, cheating oh. on how actually how different cheating would be nowadays <laughs> than when I was younger. Oh, okay. Cheating as an adult versus younger, just cheating oh, in general. But you're not everywhere. wrong. Yeah, everywhere on everybody. <laughs> cheating is it good or bad? Bad. You cheat. No, cheating. no one, no one likes a Cheeto. No one likes a Cheeto or a cheater. Oh, cheating! So, I will be. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for letting me be on your episode. Thanks mommy. for being on my episode. And you. maybe if you could go easy on the comments about how my neck looks like the yeah, little cow Annabelle. I would be easy. A Thank you. Bit. Can you Love tell you. people where to find us? You can find her on Spotify, Apple Podcast. YouTube, those all three are on adult at adult uh, at adult, adult chicken. chicken, and you can find her um chocolate hat. Google um seagull. Well, seagull is the sponsor. That's who makes my hat, and you too can own a trucker hat mm-hmm. if you go on adultchicken.com. There is a donation button. Any amount of don any amount of donation is so appreciated and helpful to independently run this podcast. Mm -hmm. And if you do make a donation over $100, $100 and over, you will get a seagull hat. The one she's wearing right now. That says adult Adult chicken. So thank you for watching this, and I'll see you on the next episode. And don't forget, like, follow, share, Share. subscribe. Subscribe. Please subscribe. And please share. Please share with your family. Uncle and your whole family. Your whole family and all of your friends. We'll catch you next time. Bye, Mom. Love you.